Hi everyone, welcome back to the sixth episode of Cultural Chords. My name is William Yang and I am joined here by one of my colleagues and a co-founder of Bound by Music, Savannah. Hello. And today we're here to talk about music in a more narrow focus. Specifically, we're looking at music from the lens of classical and modern and then we're comparing the two. Cue the intro music. So school has gotten really busy, which is why our podcast is being posted so late. As well, um, as, as, well as the blog, that's not up Yes, long. yes. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure my fellow high schoolers and uh, friends can relate, but um, as we get better and more used to the flow of work from school, we'll be uploading um at a more consistent rate. We were we were going on strong until yeah yeah until this week. <laughs> kind of unfortunate. It's all good. It's all good. Um, just a little disclaimer before we start: we are not professionals by any means. So as we talk about um, classical music versus modern, uh, just keep in mind we're just high schoolers, um, and we're just here to talk about music and our love for music. All right. Okay. So I guess we're going to jump right in. Yep. So our first question is basically isolating the classical side, and that's what is typically considered classical music? Yeah, so when I think of classical music, I always think about like piano, orchestra. Uh, there's a lot of choir, classical music, stuff like opera and stuff like that. Um, I'm sure a lot of people have heard of, you know, Mozart, Bach, Strauss, all those, um, you know, yeah. old time composers. <laughs> I mean, personally for me until like recently, I pretty much considered classical music as just kind of old timey music, like, yeah, like 1400s, even earlier, maybe like 1600s, but nothing like near to what we still consider classical that's out today um, <laughs> yeah it's definitely changed over time and like for us um we, we don't really consider classical music as like a time period because there are several different time periods from like baroque and blah blah blah, blah yeah blah. romantic um but Classical music is more of a category, but for the longest time, at least personally, I, I thought of it as more of an age or like an era. Yeah, definitely. Me too. Okay. Um. So, <laughs> what, did you want to say something else? No, no, no. Okay, okay. Um, so that's kind of a blurry definition of what is classical music and what we would expect classical music to be but now we're trying to go more emotional I guess and then we're asking what do we think of when we hear classical music like emotions stereotypes like what what is all associated with classical music yeah so I think classical music is definitely very impacting like I 
you can interpret it in so many ways. Like um, in the podcast that we did last time where Dennis and I were talking about um, how classical music can put you in a place where you feel a certain way. And I just, it's just so great. Like in one piece, you can feel like a million different emotions and it's just so good. It sounds like you're on a drug. <laughs> I just, um, I, it's kind of hard to describe. It, it's music. It's yeah. kind of what we're about. Um, <laughs> when I was like really young, I kind of like despised classical music. Because I, I would like be going to school, we'd be driving to school, and I'd want to play mm-hmm. like the pop the pop station, like the 102.1, yeah, yeah. 6.1. And my mom would always have it on that classical 101.1 <laughs> station. Yes. Like, no, play me the play me the pop music. I, I don't want yeah. to listen to this boring stuff. But yeah. obviously my opinion has changed a little bit. But maybe for like the general person, they think of classical music as like either like bougie or like um <laughs> like sleepy yeah like, like a lullaby or music like that, that yeah. type of stuff not something you would like jam to or get hype to or whatever yeah i don't think i really got into like classical music until middle school when i got to do region yeah but uh, i mean it's just so good like i feel like media and you know a lot of entertainment like uh, platforms paint classical music as like boring and like just like a drag but it's really not when you take the time to listen to it and like you yeah. know analyze it and interpret it i feel like it's a in, like an acquired taste like yeah yeah that that's how yeah. i would describe it because my opinion has definitely changed over time yeah, I feel like a lot of people who do like classical music play a classical instrument. Like I've I've yet to meet someone who really really likes classical music but doesn't play an instrument that, you know, is in an orchestra or band or something like that. Yeah. Um Okay, so I mean, we we kind of already talked about this, sorry, but um <laughs> our next question is what is classical music typically used for? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, it's definitely not used as much as modern music, but, you know, it's in, like, movies, you know, it's like... like if they want to set the mood, like... Yeah. Like, scary, like, they'll do really high-pitched, like, violin, like... <laughs> like yeah. Or, like, um, when they're, like, doing something fancy... Yeah, uh, like whenever I think of when like a cl- when classical music is being played in like a social setting, I literally just think of like ballroom dances, big dresses, and like yeah, yeah, all of that. Um, I, mean, I almost really, I feel like classical music has kind of died out a lot in our society. Yeah, yeah, I almost never hear like classical music in public. I guess you could say. It's all just like pop, rap, yeah. These days, yep, that's the hype. 
Yeah. Oh, that's like our era, the Gen Zers, millennials, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. Okay, so enough about classical music. Let's talk about what our generation deems the good stuff. Um, <laughs> and let's talk about modern music. So the same question as what we already covered with classical music. What is typically considered modern music? Yeah, so like, I think modern music, a lot of people think of, you know, pop, rap, obviously. Um, India is growing a lot. Uh, I think because of social platforms that kind of, you know, put it out there and then it gets viral and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, TikTok. Yes, yes, definitely <laughs> Which TikTok. Which is unfortunately getting killed today or tomorrow. I know. We'll see what happens because... Very, very sad. Yeah, but I think a lot, like, the indie community is very strong on TikTok. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. I feel like modern music kind of differs for each, in, like, each individual. Because category, yeah. modern music spans from, like, Dynamite and, like, Fireworks by Katy Perry. <laughs> like, yes. Really, really, I mean... I think those are like the OG pop songs. Old, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like those, those are pretty old songs to like <laughs> what we're hearing now. Um, yeah. But I feel like if you talk to a 10 year old, they would be like, what are you talking about? What is that music? What is Firework by <laughs> Yeah. So I think I feel it like, changes. Yeah, I feel like rap is almost more popular than pop now. Interesting. Yeah, rap, rap has just had like a huge growth for some reason. Yeah. Personally, I'm not the biggest fan of rap. Like the most rap I've I I like listen to is like Hamilton. <laughs> but, <laughs> if you would even consider That's that so rap. Funny. But <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. It's considered like a rap musical, but I don't think it's like rap rap. Yeah. Um. But I think um a really clear differentiation between modern music and classical music is the words like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like with classical music sure there's like you know opera you're obviously singing words but modern music is definitely built around lyrics and stuff like that but the thing is like even in opera you probably like if you were to go watch an opera like today Mm -hmm. chances are you wouldn't understand what they're saying pretty much <laughs> that's a good of, point <laughs> all of opera is like either italian or they're modifying their vowels so much that it's like hard to understand what they're saying yeah but i mean that, good point you could say the same for like pop because half the time like uh, <laughs> true like, you don't know what they're saying like, <laughs> like th that song like it's like lights lights blah 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 like do you know what i'm talking about <laughs> no like <laughs> Um, I, I'm thinking of this one song, and she's, it was, it, like, it's called Lights, I'm pretty sure. And By Ellie Goulding? Maybe. But... Oh, that's a the, really old song. I don't know if we're talking well, about the yeah, same. Well, yeah, I guess I'm so, I'm, I'm old, but, um... <laughs> I, I remember whenever I first heard it, I was like, is she, is she saying ice? And then we had to look it up, and it was like, wait, she's saying lights? Like... Some of them, yeah. I feel like it's impossible to understand. True, um, true. Okay. Yeah, so 
so what is modern music usually used for? I feel like modern music is kind of used for like hyping people up. Like if you were to <laughs> Definitely. go to like a dance or anything. I I feel like whenever um like my sister was in high school, her like dances were like my chemical romance or whatever. <laughs> Nowadays it's more like I don't know. It's rap. Like more modern rap. It's all rap. It's all rap, yeah. Yeah, like homecoming last year was all rap. <laughs> Yeah. I, and there were no slow dances either. Like, they're just, it's just, like, hard now. They just go hard at it. Yeah. And that's pretty much what they use, like, that's what they use it for. And then radio, I feel like a lot of people listen to pop on the radio. Oh, yeah. Um, I think, like, a really fun one is, like, a car ride with your friends and you're just, like, blasting music. I mean, yeah. you could totally, you could totally blast classical music, but <laughs> <That'd be a> very... <laughs> most people don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, personally, I don't really like blasting music, but I can see it. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, like, emotions. Like, what do we feel when we hear? I feel like a, okay. I feel like a lot of pop is upbeat like you told me to listen to, like that boy pablo guy or whatever. oh yeah um he feels like a very like it's like a chill like happy type of song i feel like really some of his songs are kind of sad i only listened to like his most popular one. Oh. it was good but like it's not my style <laughs> wait like, which one listen, like sad sad things let's see let's oh see. i can send you the sad ones they're really oh. good <laughs> boy Pablo, let's see. Um, I love Boy the, Pablo. The Dance Baby. I, I listened to that. Oh, yeah, okay. That, like... one's, that one's a really happy one. But that that's not one of my favorites. My favorite ones are, like, the sad ones, weirdly. Yeah. Well, personally, like, in my um, more modern music playlist, I, mm -hmm. I, I kind of just have, like, sad music. <laughs> it's, like, all sad music. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean... Like, we talked about it in the podcast last time, but, like, sad music just makes you feel better somehow, in a way. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I like happy music whenever I'm, like, with friends and I want to, like, get hype and then... Yeah. But, like, when I'm by myself, I, I like, I listen to, like, sad music and just, like, chill, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Like, my playlist is literally called Chill. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I feel like with modern music, like you you can only feel what like a certain way with the song, but like classical music, you know. But we'll get we'll get into that it's later. A roller coaster. Yeah. Um, and then like I'm on Spotify right now, and like whenever you click browse, of course you have like all the different genres like hip hop, pop, yeah, blah, blah, blah. But there's also like their own little section that's called mood and you can like listen to different like pop slash indie like modern music that's mood booster feeling myself or like oh interesting um, teardrop the sad ones content <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't i don't use spotify so what do you use amazon music hey i mean you have time though don't you yeah then it's a two-in-one well, we I got, like, we got unlimited on that. 
so I mean it's basically the same like they they do give us suggestions and stuff but I just listen to my own playlists yeah same yeah I don't really typically like mix my genres I feel like I have it'd be one weird playlist that I feel like is very diverse really I don't listen to it as much this nowadays oh like when I first ha- got Spotify I just like compiled all of my favorite songs like no matter what they were like, <laughs> uh-huh um, and that worked for a while and then that's I got, good like, and then it was like too diverse so like oh I would play it for other people like whenever we'd be hanging out and then yeah a song that would be like a chill like sad type song would come on and they'd be like dude what the frick like, <laughs> why are you playing this song and then i have to like skip a few through that's funny um, yeah I also listen to One Direction. Yes. Well, they're dead now. But they yeah, got so United, sad. didn't they? No, they didn't. For one day, though. I don't or... think so. I, that was just their, like, 10-year anniversary. And they just didn't do anything? I feel like no. it was a big deal. And they just, like, posted. Except I... for Zayn. I think, well, Zayn went, like, crazy. Yeah. He is, like, alien believer and all of that. Well, I mean... <laughs> Wait, actually? Well, yeah, I heard he was, like... Like, <laughs> saying that he got abducted by UFOs or something. What? Or, like, he talked to UFOs or something. I've okay, no, never I heard that. This up. Like, <laughs> what's his name? Zane Malik? Uh, aliens? Yeah, I used to... Honestly, I like old pop more than... He says the reason why he exited One Direction was an alien spoke to him in a dream. Seriously? I thought he left because he had, like, mental um, issues. Well, he probably does have mental issues if an alien is talking to him in a dream. (laughs) No, I meant, like, like, emotionally, like, (laughs) emotionally draining issues or something like that. (laughs) Okay. So talking about aliens, um, <laughs> does <laughs> auto tune factor <laughs> into uh, modern music and like what modern music is? Oh <laughs> uh, yes, I feel like whenever you hear modern music, it's like just always, yeah. Auto-tune. Like, like, with classical music, they didn't have the technology to do that. Well, so, okay, like, in my diverse playlist, there's not a lot of auto-tune here, but, like, Charlie Puth, don't get me oh my wrong, gosh. he's, like, an amazing artist, and he has perfect pitch, and he yeah. has a beautiful voice, and I love his songs very much, but he uses a lot of auto-tune, especially, even in yeah. live performances, too. Like, I remember he sang, like, See You Again, you know, from, like, do you know what that song is? Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, from Fast and Furious. That was an old one. Oh, my goodness. Maybe. Maybe I'm just an old person. But, like, that thing was <laughs> so high, and he just, like, he has to do the, like, autotune because he doesn't yeah. have enough control. Which is kind of disappointing. Like, autotune is used to, like, modify voices because, like, yeah. If you heard our voices, you'd be like, oh, that's kind of boring. But if they <laughs> sound like, again, aliens or like 
Yeah. Really weird. Um, then maybe they are more appealing, question mark? Yeah, I, I mean, with, like, social standards and, like, what people expect things to sound like, they kind of have to use auto-tune, you know? I'm fine you like using auto tune to like fix notes because no studio run is gonna be perfect. But yeah. Like, when you change your sound, personally. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's like those 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 interviews on YouTube. Is it genius? Yes. Are they like? Are they like tone deaf <laughs> and they're trying to like sing their song and it sounds yeah. like absolute garbage. Those okay. Uh, is that what you mean when you mean like auto tune, auto tune? Yeah. Yeah. Like, auto, I don't know. I can't, I don't really listen to much auto, or things that are, like, heavily auto-tuned, because I just, like, I yeah. just can't. I mean, like, is it really, like, music, music? Well, is it really, like, your song, if you're being, like, yeah. you can't even tell that it's you singing, because you're so, like, yeah. modified. Um, yep. So, I, I know we talked about, like, Oh, wait. Did we talk about what modern music is typically used for? Yeah, we did. Okay, okay. I just, like, skipped the question above that. Okay. For My bad. For those of you at home who are very confused about what we're talking about <laughs> right now, we have, like, little outlines for our podcast where we have, like, questions that we go down in order. Yes, we, so we that we don't talk like about real stuff. That or like I don't from. know how I skipped that entire thing. <laughs> I was like, I was really confused, but now I'm like realizing that we actually like answered all of those questions. Yeah, we already. did, we did. So, okay, next on the list. Uh. Check off, does auto-tune factor into the definition of modern music? Our next yes. question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> If classical music had the technological advances that we do today, would auto tune be used? Like, would you hear Beethoven like, like oh my gosh, I think this is a really interesting question. I, I mean, I think classical. (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking, (laughs) but. I feel like classical music wouldn't be classical music without auto-tune. You know what I mean? True. Like, like classical music is so natural. Yeah. Like, it's it's so authentic. I feel like classical music, it's, you don't need it as much, though. I mean, okay, for, like, a piano. Yeah. I, I'm thinking piano, because piano doesn't, yeah. like, unless it's, it's already out of like... tune, you're not going to go out of tune. <laughs> yeah. But, like... I know you can go out of tune with, like, violins, right? Yeah, but when you're playing in an orchestra, and, like, especially if it's, like, a professional orchestra, it's not likely that, like, the intonation will be totally off. Yeah. So, like... I know, um, we were, like, singing a song last year. It was called Refuge by Elaine Hagenberg in mm-hmm. um, choir. And your director was playing for us. Mr. Pratt, um, and he played the cello for us because it was like a cello solo. Oh, really? Yeah, it was good, but there was like <laughs> one like jump that he was <laughs> flat. And oh no! Most people didn't notice it, but I notice it every time, and I I always had a little cringe. 
Yeah, sorry, I, Mr. I mean, Pat, if you're listening to this, <laughs> he was probably he was probably like sight reading, honestly. Probably, but it was like it was flat like every single time. <laughs> like that's what I kind of had to do. I don't know if you, I don't know if it was your orchestra. No, but it I was like, my choir. I remember. Oh, it was okay. Yeah, I was like, like low key. Oh, check out this violin. Did you play with someone? <laughs> you played with like a other, um, another lady, right? Ooh, or was it I don't just know. You? I think it was just I, me. I didn't know who you were back then, though. So I yeah, I, it was. I can't say for sure if it was actually you. <laughs> it was the only people who were like in front were like me and then the soloist. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I, I I was like low key sight reading. It was so bad. <laughs> well, it was fine. I didn't notice. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I also didn't know the violin part, but that's okay. Um, yeah. It was a nice, it was a really nice piece. Yeah, we, we usually sing nice pieces. <laughs> Ho- hopefully. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah. I don't know. May- okay. We totally Maybe got sidetracked. example of auto-tune. So for Allstate, um, we, we have to, like, sing all these pieces, right? And to, like, yeah. help us learn it, they'll, like, um they'll record like tracks for us um really with someone playing it or, or that's not, so nice not playing it but they're singing it so we have like a tenor guy who who sings all of the songs through for us but i think like oh. three years in a row i remember i'm like hearing him and then there's at least one song where he like definitely auto-tunes like it's like <laughs> like like it was very noticeable no that like it ruined the whole like rec- I I I now still like stand by this fact that I just think that the recordings are bad because one they use auto tune and like two it's I mean they are used to like help you learn and all that and I appreciate mm-hmm. it but like it's so dry I feel like yeah. if you listen to it too many times you get stuck in that habit of just like <laughs> not feeling yeah. anything just trying to get notes and rhythms um, yeah, like with autotune, it's so hard to express yourself, I feel like. Well, yeah, because it's like all like manual because you can yeah. go like, because like your natural voice or natural like playing style, there's going to be like ups and downs with when you're changing oh, yeah. notes because you always have some degree of like sliding. But yeah. With autotune, it's kind of just like jumps unless you like make it slide yeah which i'm sure some people that would be a lot of work yeah that would be a lot of work um i don't know i think they would use it though yeah i feel like maybe like for small things but i don't think like if they were Hmm. recording a song for like mass like for people to hear it like when classical music in back in the day was like being made it was all like live performances yeah. I feel like if they had like Spotify, if they had Amazon Music, if they had yeah. all of these things, they would probably They want it to sound it. good, you know. Yeah, they'd probably use it like here or there just to like push yeah. things up. But like do they use it like like when you listen to classical music I mean those are like actual orchestras or whatever. I wonder yeah. if they use autotune. I don't think so because they're all like live performances. I, I don't think I've ever heard mm-hmm. of like a classical performance like in spotify or whatever that's studio recorded 
Because that's mm. the only place you can use auto tune. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And plus, I don't think you'd be able to fit like a whole orchestra into a studio room. True. But you could like, you don't have to perform like, um, I feel like you could definitely record on stage, like without a crowd. Yeah, but the crowd just makes it like fun though. Yeah, but I, I think, I don't think they'd have a crowd while they're recording for like a professional recording, right? For me, they do like. Usually when I'm listening to a piece, after it's done, you'll just hear, like, applause. Really? Um, None of the pieces I listen to have <laughs> clapping really? at the end. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let um, let me look through my stuff. Usually mine are all just, like, live performances, to be honest. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't listen to live because I don't like the, uh, <laughs> the extra noise. <laughs> at the end? Yeah. Yeah. I just want to hear the next song at the end. You know what I mean? That's true. But I feel like it, it takes away something when you just listen to like a studio recording. Yeah, it's definitely different. But I, I like the clean versions. Hmm. I don't know what I prefer. Personally, I think maybe for classical music, I would prefer live performances. Oh, really? Yeah, like none of the none of my classical pieces are um, live, unless it's like really bad. If it's really bad, then <laughs> I'll take the, the studio one. Um, yeah, I think like okay. I I would I would listen to stuff and then it would just like you can hear mistakes in a lot of these things. Mm -hmm. Um. I think one one piece that we sang, she had us listen to it on like Spotify or whatever, and the person, the conductor, like either slowed down or sped up, and this was like a professional, oh. and this was like a song that heavily relied on being like in beat, um, but I don't know, it it gave character to the song. <laughs> yeah. But, like, even when you do a studio recording, you can still put emotion into whatever you're playing or singing or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like it's less. I, I, don't, I don't know mm. how to explain it, but I feel No, like I know what you mean. In some way, it's just, like, it can't, it doesn't have the same effect. Yeah. It's, it's definitely easier to um, want to play better with an audience. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Okay. Um, so this is like a weird, like, like mind boggling conceptual. question. Yeah, conceptual yeah. riddle question. Like, do you think that when classical music was being like made regularly, like, well, we're talking like sixteen hundreds Baroque, they're wearing like wigs and don't have AC. Um, do you think that? Classical music was considered modern music. Boom. <laughs> I think so because, I mean, they don't have pop to compare it to. Yeah, but if they, if they like knew of, you know, like our music generation now, they'd call our music generation like futurist, futuristic music. Trash. 
<laughs> oh my goodness you just roasted the entire Generation music industry music. right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but i mean in the same way i feel like ballroom dances were like their version of like getting hype yeah like our party music is our party music and their party music was <laughs> classical music yeah but their parties are different too so yeah their, their parties were like bougie yeah like oh i have my wine and my dress <laughs> and my clothes <laughs> um yes oh you know what's really weird like I feel like they would think of tribal music as classical music. Really? Like, like we like how you were talking about the whole age thing. If yeah. classical music was an age, they would think of tribal music as the classical music age that we think of. Did they even remember tribal music? <laughs> I'm sure they did. I mean, I, their I music like had to come like from somewhere. Music. Like church music, maybe. I mean, I feel I like know. church music is classical. That's true. But would they remember tribal music? I mean, I don't think you hear. I don't know. They'd have. I mean, their music, their ideas had to come from somewhere. Yeah, but. Like they had to have some sort of inspiration. What came before classical music? Yeah, what did come before classical music? <laughs> Wait, let's let's music? search that up. That, that's what? a question that we need to figure out. Eventually, I guess. Maybe for another day. We should write that down. Okay. Um, okay. Um, so, going off of our little question on is classic music like modern music back then? Do you think what we consider modern music today will be considered classical music in the future? Or will it be called the era of trash? <laughs> um i think because class the classical music era already happened um our music right now would be called something else like what do you think it would be called trash like <laughs> i have no idea because like we call like you know older songs like the 80s the 90s oh, you think maybe maybe songs? it'll be called gen z <laughs> the millennials <laughs> because wait was there music in 2010 like they, they, they don't there's not like a 10s music like a 1910s yeah no one calls it that there there is 20s though right yeah 20s wait music. wait really i think i think i've sung a 20s music before uh... we'll see but like yeah, maybe they do refer to us like that. Oh, okay. So I just searched it up, and they said the six there's six musical periods. The first is medieval, and then Renaissance, and then oh. Baroque, and then classical, and then Romantic, and then twentieth slash twenty first century. Yeah. Maybe oh, they really they really got creative with they really got creative with that last one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But what came before medieval? That's a question. Tribal music. I'm telling you, dude. Maybe, maybe. The <laughs> world we never know. Uh, like a Tootsie Pop, I guess. Um, <laughs> what? You don't know that phrase? Like, no. how many looks does it take to get it in the center of the Tootsie Pop? The I know that. We never but... know. 
Oh. <laughs> I didn't I never heard the last part. That's cuz the owl always bites it before they Oh. can finish interesting. licking. It's very compelling. <sighs> it makes me want to have a Tootsie Pop. Yeah. Why did you say that? I actually have some in my closet. They must are they like stale Tootsie Pops? Stale <laughs> you tootsie have pops stale aren't... Tootsie Pops. I don't know the old st- the old <laughs> stuff. It's nasty. <laughs> I feel what? like Tootsie Pops have a very, like, they have a You mean, like, the life. inside is dry? I don't know. That's if, so gross. If the, like, wrapper doesn't have, like, the new feel, I won't eat it. <laughs> um. <laughs> if it's, like, I don't know. If the wrapper is, I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. Tootsie Pops are, like, an old candy, though. <laughs> Like new candies coming in. Old Tootsie Pops are like classics. Yeah. But like, OG OG candy. It, like OG candy, but I feel like there's much better candies out there now. Really? Unlike maybe there's a difference between candy and music. I don't think that classical is worse than modern music, but I think Tootsie Pops definitely have their what? superiors. You don't think there's a superior to Tootsie Pop? They're like my favorite lollipop. Really? Yeah. Over those like really small ones. What are they called? You know, dum dums. Like, yeah, dum dums. Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot. I can <laughs> only eat like, like fruit flavored dum dums. If it's anything yeah. else, I'll Ew. just like. Ew. If it's like, bleh. if it's like, bubble gum. Bleh. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Root it has to have used that to be fruit. Really nasty to me. But now you like I, it now? I think it's okay. I still hate it. I think it's okay. Oh, there's a. There's a waffle one. Oh, okay, that's nasty. That's really nasty. <laughs> that's like, that's like if you go to like Disney World and you go to like the Harry Potter place and it's like the, like every flavor jelly beans. Ew. Speaking of that, I tried those like with my brother-in-law and it it was not it was not good. There was a lot of yeah. like, moldy cheese. Ew, that's so gross. It's so nasty. Like you can smell it through your taste buds. Wait. Like ch- it, oh, it's so nasty. That's disgusting. Oh, they have a butterscotch one, and oh, that's also nasty. I don't. I don't like. Yeah, that. I do not like butterscotch. Oh, oh and they have cotton one. candy. Like milk. There's shake? a smoothie one. No, it's a milkshake or something. What? I don't know. I don't like Dum Dums either. I feel like Dum Dums are also classic. I used to like pull them off of the stick. Yes, I still do that. <laughs> and if it doesn't work i'll like be very sad i'll like <laughs> bite it if it doesn't work if it doesn't work I'll just, yeah i'll just kind of be sad for a while and then just, like, <laughs> attack it when i'm too when i'm like done with it um yeah no but like i'm not nowadays i don't even think i'm a lollipop person yeah hmm. yeah i think it's an aging oh my gosh this says that the mystery flavor dum-dum is the mixture of two flavors that come together at the end of a batch. Uh, wait. And where it begins the next batch of lollipops or whatever. That's so cool. I did not know that. I feel like mystery flavor more than not is like good though. Yeah. Okay. I always thought mystery flavor good. was just blue raspberry. Yeah. Wait. Do you think mystery flavor tastes the same like every single time? Yeah. Low key. Yeah. So I mean, it's all just sugar. <laughs> That's true, but, like, <laughs> you can make a lot of different tastes with sugar. True. Well, Sour not with the sugar, sugar, but, like, oh, my gosh. 
Okay, back to music. Wait, do you not like Sour Patch Yes, I love Sour Patch Kids. Okay. Which which one do you think is the best? Oh, that's weird. Okay. Don't say blue. No, don't blue say blue. Nasty. blue. Blue tastes like. Wait, color. what? Okay, I like blue, but like it's not my favorite. It's well, okay. Well, I like all of them, but like blue, <laughs> if you eat too many, it just like starts to taste like food color. Really? Everyone, everyone thinks says their favorite is blue. My favorite's yellow. I feel like red is also good but it has a different type of food coloring taste after a while yeah i i mean red candy in general i just think of like cherry medicine oh yeah i don't like cherry i like strawberry and like watermelon personally yeah um wait let's see no recently i had like this big like two pound bag of like sour patch kids because Uh my voice teacher got them for me and like the traditional like colors it was red white and blue because it was like wait what and they're white sour patch kids yes and they taste better than all of the other ones because they don't have any food coloring so you don't get the food flavor wait what yeah you have to go buy them also those are oh like a skittles had like the colorless ones I i never got to try those Wait, apparently, okay, the white ones are pineapple flavored. Dude, I have to get that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't think I tasted pineapple. They kind of all just taste the same. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Uh, We should get back to... That was a candy Um, A pretty big one, too. (laughs) Let's see. Um, Where where were we? Um, Oh, uh is oh. there an overlap between classical and modern music um yes there very much is an overlap despite what we said yes um, i agree because still to this day there's like so much classical music that's being produced mm-hmm. like in Allstate, we we have like half of our songs um are written by composers that are like either still alive and like even more of those songs like ha- like two or three of really songs. wait yeah like a lot of a lot oh. of our composers are still alive hold on let me get my music binder okay yeah for region and all and stuff our composers are all dead i'm pretty sure ah. so um yeah no like some of our composers are like in their 20s what like okay so we're seeing eric whitaker who is like very much alive like you know who eric whitaker is right? yeah yeah yeah. wait why does he sound so familiar he does like sleep oh eric whitaker eric whitaker um oh my gosh he's so young oh wait no he's not he's 50 years old wait no way he does not look 50. he did like the virtual choir and then he's like like, have, have you ever seen the virtual choir? Where oh, okay, yeah, that's why that's why it sounds so familiar. We were talking about him in orchestra. Yeah, his yeah, he's 50. Really weird. He's 50. He was born in 1970. That's that's weird. What? He does not look 50. He looks I hope I look... Young. Yeah, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think Sleep is one of his most famous songs. 
And that we're singing that this year. I don't know why we're singing it, though. Oh. I think they kind of just wanted to please the kids. To be <laughs> um, yeah, but we're singing something by him, and he is... I mean, he's... I guess if he's 50, he's not, like, in the prime of his youth, right? But, like... Yeah, but he's, he's still, still pretty young now. for, like... Yeah. And, like, okay, and then we're singing Brandon Waddles, who we've had for, like, two years in a row now. And I'm pretty sure, like, let me search this up. How old is Brandon Waddles? Brandon Waddles is, like, really young, I'm pretty sure. Um, Brandon Waddles. Yeah, he's, like, young, young. Um, wow. Let's see. I, I'm still finding how old he is. No way. Okay, it doesn't tell me. Anyways, he's, like, young enough to... He's probably not in his 50s. Like, probably under under 50. And then, like, Faith Morgan apparently is, like, 30 or, like, even younger. Dan Yo! Yuruma is 42 years old. Yes, Yuruma is something that we, like, came up with, like, together before we even filmed the podcast, right? Yes. So, if you don't know Yuruma, he is, like, a, okay, is it, like, pianist? Is it pianist? Uh, I say pianist. I've heard people say pianist, which just doesn't Yeah, okay, it just doesn't sound right. It does not sound right. it's called a piano, not a... Yeah, not a... Like, not piano. A piano. <laughs> Ew. Like a piano. Yeah. Okay, wait. Let's see. How um, to pronounce piano. Um, but like, okay, Yoruma, like, I think his two most famous songs are like River Flows and You and like And Kiss the Rain. The Rain. Yeah. He's and a I, super famous. I didn't know he was Korean. I thought he was Japanese. Same. I that, think. That's. Oh, um, oh, his real name is Lee Lee Ruma, but like in Korean, like it's usually pronounced like Yi. Interesting. I did not know that. That's weird. Um, yeah. How I to pronounce what? piano? <laughs> piano. Oh, okay. So there you go. It's piano. Piano. Not... Yeah, piano. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I think Kiss or not Kiss the Rain. Um River Flows in You is like one of the last songs that I learned while I was taking piano lessons. Oh. Yeah, I never officially learned it because it was kinda overplayed. But I still know it. Um, yeah. I really like his other songs though. Like the ones that not a lot of people know. Yeah, I, I think I just know Kiss the Rain and River Flows and You. Those really? are on my like those are on my variety playlist. So oh. it's like Ballad Poor Adelaine. I don't know. Uh, I don't know that one. Um it's in like this I it's like my new people, but it's like classical music book. Oh, gotcha. I know. Um let's see. It's like Ballad Poor Adelaine and then it's I think it's also played by a young guy, too. Paul oh. Marie, like, Seneville. Oh, and, I don't know that one. Um, and then, like, 
older pop music, if we're talking like pop music that's like old timey, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we're talking about at this point we're talking like eighties, eighties and older, right? You think that's like an overlap? I feel like that's I, I don't pop. think so, but like, wh- I feel like that's that definitely really, more on the pop side. But it doesn't really like lie in either one. It's not really considered modern music anymore, but it's not considered hmm. classical music. But like, that's weird. I feel like Queen had a lot of. Classical, oh yeah. Like um, Queen's most famous song, Bohemian um, Rhapsody, had a lot of like opera classical like influence in it. True, true. Um, yeah, I was like a, I'm still a big fan of like, I get like older pop music. Yeah, I, me I too. I really don't really like um the new type of pop music. I yeah, same. Indie though. It Me too, good. yeah. Um, I think TikTok is the only reason why I got into indie, but I'm glad I'm glad I'm there. I got I don't know where I got into indie. I think a friend showed me like Oh, okay. Um But like the thing is with indie music is I'll have like one, like maybe max two songs by like the artist. And then oh. nothing else I'll like <laughs> put on my playlist um (laughs) yeah okay old like do you think there there was no such thing as pop in like classical era right oh yeah no that the the classical era had its own thing going on yeah the like oldest song that's not like classical in my like playlist is it's called like Love Potion Number Nine, mm, and we I don't know that one. Fire, and that's the only reason. And I think it was like oh. Swinger Era. It was like a Swinger Era song, and that's like the oldest one I have. Um, okay, so, oh yeah, you were gonna talk about like this Joe Hisashi guy. Oh yeah, I don't know how to say his name, but he, um, I- I'm sure a lot of people know about. Uh, Studio Ghibli. Don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but he is the, like, maybe, I don't know, but he's, like, the main composer for all of their orchestral songs, which I think they only use. I don't know. Anyway, he's... Star Wars! That that just came to my mind. John Williams, Star Wars. Oh, yeah. That's still classical. That's, like, he's using... Yeah, it is. And I remember learning, like, the main theme to Star Wars for piano lessons. <laughs> um, so that's like really modern, like sci-fi modern, classical. Weird. That just can't. Yeah. Um, continue with your Joe Hisaishi rant. <laughs> Was there anything else that you were going to say about him? Um, I just think it's like, it's not, I mean, it's more on the classical side, but it's still, I think it's still kind of like in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Next question. So how is interpreting classical music different from modern music? And we touched on this, didn't we? Like, 
Yeah, a little bit. Um, I don't know. Personally, I think interpreting classical music is so much more personal than modern music. Um, I feel like classical music can be more of an emotional roller coaster than modern music is. Because I feel like modern music kind of just like sticks with the theme, and that's the entire theme. Or they'll like repeat the same phrase over and over again. That, that's also something yeah. that I'm not a big fan of. Like, yeah. Here's the thing that I'm like really confused on is like modern music more dramatic than classical music? That's my question. Mm. Uh, because like operas no. are so dramatic. Yeah. Like modern music, I feel like modern music is so static sometimes. Like music yeah. has gotten so simple. It's like, like you just have to put take me back. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I don't know. Classical music is just, you can tell, like, the composers put a lot of thought into it. I'm not saying modern music people don't, but I feel like it takes so much more sophistication and, like, ability to compose classical music than modern music. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Well, because I feel like, I, I, I remember there was, like, an Ed Sheeran interview where Ed, like, he was, like, you can play 90% of pop music songs with, like, the same four chords over and over again. And he's yeah. just, like, saying, like, ten different songs, playing the same chord. Yeah. Um, whereas, yeah, there's, like, some overlap in classical music, but for the most part, that's, like, all of it. Yeah, like, really the entire song, like, piece is just its own thing, like... Like, you don't hear the same thing twice when you're listening to classical music. Yeah. Um, Unless it's, like, in the beginning and at the end or something like that. Yeah. Um, like, drama-wise, like, so I sang <laughs> um, this song for a while. It was, like, called Cuanto e Vela. And mm -hmm. it, it was, it's so dramatic. It's, like, yeah, this guy is poor and he has like this big crush on this girl so he's like he's like longing over her from like a distance like, basically stalking her um and he's like oh i like i wish i could have you or whatever and then she doesn't want him because she's like rich and bougie and educated and all of that um so then he like gets drunk in the middle of the song and like goes on a drunken like craze and then she starts liking him again and that oh like like you couldn't like i don't know how these things are so popular but like the drama in these things is just like off the charts yeah okay um how can we benefit from hearing both types of music uh, with this one, I think it's, like, how you're feeling. Like, yeah. if I feel like listening to classical music, I'll listen to classical music. Like, or, you know, if I'm feeling like listening to modern music, I'll listen to modern music. I think it's just preference, depending on how you feel. Okay. Like, I feel like if there was... Oh, go ahead. No, 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 you, you, were, you were going. 
Uh, I feel like if there was only one genre of music, I'd get so bored. That's true. Yeah. Um, I feel like for the most part, I, I listen to modern music, but I don't perform modern music, if that makes sense. Mm, yeah. For the most part, whenever, like, I'm singing a piece, I'm, I want to sing something that's more classical, um... Yeah. Because I'm definitely more of a classically trained singer rather than, like, a pop singer. Um, but, like, whenever, like, I do listen to classical music. Um, like, I, I listen to, at one point I was listening to a lot of opera. But. Oh, yeah. For the most part, like. If I'm just trying to, like, chill or, like, do homework or something, I'll listen to modern music for some reason. Um, really? I can't focus with modern music playing. I think I learned to, like, tune it out after, like, hear oh, okay. hearing it for a long time. Um, but to be honest, I don't listen to, like, classical that much aside from, like, what I perform. Mm. But, like, whenever I hear our performances, that's, I would say that that's arguably, like, more enjoyable than, like, listening to my favorite playlist of modern music, like, over and over again. Yeah, I get that. Okay, so, is your, in your opinion, sorry, is <laughs> one, is one style of music superior to the other? Huh. This is a hard question because there, I feel like there are pros and cons to each one, like each, you know, category. Yeah. But mm, I think classical music is always going to be a little better, you know? Yeah. I mean, so initially whenever like I was looking at this question, I'd be like, or I was thinking, like, no, they have different roles in, like, in my life or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, like, they're both equally important or it just, but just in, like, different ways. But when you think of it, like, on a larger scale, I feel like classical music is just so much, like, more than what we consider modern music today. And, like, my mm -hmm. choir teacher, like, says this, like, super often, like, she'll say, um, like, after three months, a pop song is, like, out of style, right? Like, you don't hear yeah. it pretty much any, yeah. like, anywhere anymore. But, like, we're still listening to classical music, even That's however such a many, good point. Like, hundreds of years later. Um, yeah. So in that regard, I feel like classical music will always be timeless. Yeah. But like, also, I'm still listening to '80s music. So <laughs> yeah, but go, like, both classical ways. music, classical music was from a really long time ago. And it's so still I guess... like hype. Well, I guess yeah. It's hype. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. I mean, to. yeah, with classical music, it just for me, it just makes me feel. Like my the emotions that I feel when I listen to classical music are far greater than what I feel listening to modern modern music. 
Yeah, so, I think personally some of my favorite songs are classical music. Yeah. Um, like, God Goat is one of my... And I, I wrote a blog about God Goat, or half a blog about God Goat. Oh, okay. But that was like... That's probably my favorite song ever at this point. Shout really? Sneaky Yom, who is also like still super young and alive. <laughs> um, but yeah, that song was like crazy. Like it was crazy to learn, but it was also like crazy good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like also like performing them is so different. Oh, dude, like performing pop music is just so like I feel so nervous if I'm going to perform a pop song mm-hmm. like you you don't know how many like winter recitals that I've like just like messed up entirely <laughs> um because I'm like singing a pop song or something like I don't know there's just something about me and performing in pop music in public that does not work um <laughs> but I think when I perform um classical music it's better i don't really yeah. get like the same nervousness mm. weird okay so let's recap what we've talked to or what we've talked about um so we talked about classical music and modern music separately we define them and how we view them and all of that. And then we talked about how time affects our perception of what is considered classical versus modern music and how it doesn't affect it because obviously there's still new classical music and there's also old modern music. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we also talked about candy and lollipops (laughs) for, for a long time. Um, and then, and then we got back on track and yes. we talked about like the benefits of or yeah not benefits uh, the, of the overlap and yeah you know okay yeah so this has been William and Savannah from Bound by Music we hope our thoughts on the differences and similarities of classical music and modern music helped you gain some insights on your preferences and encouraged you to listen to a new style of music and we also hope that you try white sour patch kids because it's really <laughs> good um and we hope you come back next time to listen to dennis and shane and their thoughts on another topic and hopefully yes. it's not super late because yeah <laughs> we're we're gonna try and not be yeah still um don't okay. forget to check out our social media platforms um our main one right now is instagram we're still getting twitter and facebook um up to date yeah but um instagram will probably be our main uh form of communication just because uh most people you know more people have instagram versus twitter and facebook so do check that out if you want updates Yeah. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye.